0: What is good, y'all? Happy Wednesday. It is your hostess with the mostest, Kristen Ayana. And welcome back to Black Talk Radio, where we discuss the latest in Black culture, Black news, and Black entertainment. So those two songs I just played, the first one was by Zach Jones, entitled Lonely. It's a track that I really love. Like I pretty much play it on a weekly basis, so shout out to him. And I recently... Well, not recently, but I've interviewed him in the past, so y'all can definitely check that out. And then the last track I just played was by Only John Mez, and it's called um Thoughts. So, you know, if y'all was feeling that, make sure y'all tap in cuz we're going to be chatting with him at 8:20 on Instagram Live and he is our guest for tonight. So, I am super duper excited about that. But of course, you know I got to go into our media topics because ugh, there's just always something going on. Like it never fails. There's always tea to be spilled in the world. So, first things first, um Issa Rae reported um that she's now signing a nine-figure film and television deal with Warner Media. Issa Rae has just added this nine-figure deal, um, you know, which she was already promised in her media career, according to Variety. The publication reports that Issa has just signed a five-year overall deal with Warner Media, which gives HBO, HBO Max, and Warner Bros. Television exclusive rights to Issa's work in television. Issa's deal also reportedly includes a first-look film deal. Sources have also told Variety that the new deal is valued at. 14 million over five years, and chief con- content officer of HBO and HBO Max, Casey Bloy says Issa is on the top of the platform's talent list. Oh, Issa Ray. She is just what can I say? It's just a black women, you know. I really just I love that. I think you know. With that, she's definitely going to grow and we're going to be seeing some like exciting new content that she'll be developing. Now, I was sad in the past because, you know, Insecure is reaching their final season. But, you know, I think with this deal, I think Issa is definitely going to still be around, still be making moves and it's going to be lit. So I have DJ Bam with me in the studio. So you know I got to bug him, you know. I just got to get your input, Bam, on, you know, what are your thoughts on this with Issa and her new deal and everything that she's been doing.
1: Like you said, in general, man, shout out to the black woman that's moving up. Shout out to the, like, taking over their, like, executive exactly position mm-hmm. and hitting big numbers, Right. Big numbers, like that's that's dope. Um, I I think her work her work speaks for it all. I feel like it definitely does too. Like it, this is definitely one of those situations that your work her work at the her work speaks for it all. It's like even what 50 did with power. Are you are you gonna trying to say like yeah. he went to B T during that fiftieth century, but that's not what he really wanted to do. He knew he wanted certain control of certain things and he tried to bring power over there, but He went to stars and look what happened.
0: They say it is a big rich
1: town. I
0: actually just um I cut when I covered the NAACP image awards last week. Oh yeah,
1: shout out to you for that also.
0: Thank you. Uh fifty was there. Um and he was talking about like how a lot of people they didn't expect power to reach the level that it did, but you know, he knew. He said he always knew from the start was like, I knew this was going to be that show and people were going to tune in. And he was like, now we see various networks having their own kind of version of power, like with Snowfall yeah. and stuff like that. Well, so,
1: I, I, well you, you know how 50 he is. He's always controversial, but...
0: <laughs> I think 50 Cent is a nice dude, though. No, no, no. I, I, I do. After I, that I, press I, conference, I, 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 keep, I give it to I him. keep it real with you.
1: Yes, Diddy is my idol. Yes, like, I would love to, in his footsteps, and certain things, mm-hmm. but... There's also a business side of me, straight 50. Mm. And you see that because look what I'm doing with tapping. Look what I'm also you know right, about right, to right. do. That, you know what I mean? So I, I, I see it, and, and he is. But him, he gambled a lot. But it's just like a lot of people didn't want to take that chance. But like I said, 50 work from because of power. He signed that deal with Disney mm-hmm. to do for life.
0: Right, on, on, right. On the,
1: on the regular network television, ABC. Yeah. <laughs> that's cable. That's big. Regular. And actually, I haven't actually got the chance. I don't know about yourself, but I mm-hmm. haven't actually got the chance to really catch the whole season. But uh, even,
0: for life or yeah, for power? For,
1: no, for life. Power, too. Power, I was always in and out. I never watched neither. <laughs> but uh, for life is actually doing the same numbers and even better than like power.
0: Yeah, I think Fifty definitely had a vision and executed that. Um, I love all of Issa Rae's content. Um, I think Insecure is just a great show because it just shows like Black women like living life essentially. Right. I feel like with so many
1: when the, when the but, last time we, we had something like that like right exactly like we had what the, t- the TV show girlfriends
0: yeah like we, I feel like there's <laughs> always shows that deal with like so much traumatic experiences mm-hmm. and I feel like insecure like it's a like it's a comedy drama yeah. so yeah there is like you know situations but it's more on the lighter end of the spectrum so right it's definitely a show that I think definitely
1: and once again like we said big 10. up to her.
0: And, yeah, I'm excited for what Issa Ray is going to bring next. I wish she would do a show, like, about college life or something. You
1: never know. You never know. You know? Oh, hey, the power of social media. Get under her gram. Tag it. You never know. Yeah,
0: like, hey, girl, <laughs> see if you could do this. But hey, for, our next, our next, <laughs> <laughs> for our next topic... Um, State guidelines say no screaming on California roller coasters. So, yeah, i seen
1: that article. That's, not,
0: according <laughs> to ABC7, the California Attractions and Park Association recommends that riders be encouraged to, you know, basically not scream if they could on roller coasters to prevent the spread of COVID-19. This can be done by requiring face masks and modifying the seat chart on rides. So, you know, basically making sure people aren't too close to each other. Also, under the plan, groups would have a limit of 10 people, you know, being within the park at the same time. So, like, say for it's me and you and, like, a couple other people, our max group can only be 10 And also, indoor dining is banned. So, yeah. This year, you know, Disneyland and Disney California Adventure Park will reopen April 30th. I don't understand how you're going to say people can't scream on a ride. But I guess if you have your mask on.
1: That shit going to come off. (laughs) It's going to come off. It's going to. It's a lot. I don't. I don't. I don't.
0: How, I don't really know if I want to go to a. How, how amusement you park say how, mask how you on. say it,
1: and I'm going to say it.
0: That's, That's it. ghetto. That's ghetto. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know if I want to go to an amusement park and like have to wear my mask on a ride, but maybe it's not that bad. I don't know.
1: It is going to be that bad because it's going to be hot. Everybody going to be pulling that You probably going to have to put Pull it, it under your nose then. It's, like, it's, it's going to be crazy. It's going to come off. It is what it is. Ladies and gentlemen, just be expected to uh, <laughs> wait even longer.
0: Yeah, like um, this YouTuber that I watch, she did a like vlog. She went to Disney World, and they were like no f- um, fast passes because of COVID. And if you ever been to Disney World, like you know, going to Disney World and not having the fast pass is really like yo ghetto because the fast passes <laughs> are free. Like you don't even have to pay for them. It's not anything you pay extra. But it's just so you get do it on your phone so you can get on rides. So, like, the lines were dumb long. I don't know, though. I do want to go to Disneyland.
1: You just want to get back to Cali. I'm telling you. We're going to get back over there. And I say we because I need to take a trip back over there, too. Last time I was over in L.A., I did an event for Nike. But I do have to get back over there. Shout out to Ash from the Let's Talk <laughs> About the show. Yes. Ash been going back and forth. He has been I, going back and forth. I, Ash got set up his sleeve. He been... He done filled out something out over there. That's good. Possibility he might be on a TV show. And he didn't even know he was filling out for a TV show. (laughs) (laughs) But Ash definitely been doing a lot of content over there. And like I said, shout out to all my tapping radio, uh, other hosts, radio personnel. Like, you guys are definitely moving. But it's crazy. Like, I think a lot of us is going to end up on the West Coast within the next year. So I
0: I don't know. I only say that I think the only thing That holds me back From actually living out there If I was to You know secure it Her mommy Yeah I'm a big Like I'm a big family person (laughs) Like I'm a big family person Like I don't know Like being away from my family It don't really do it for me But I will be bi-coastal So like Get to the point where I'm just going back and forth Like Constantly As you
1: should As you should We all should Like I said Ash definitely out of out of some of us that's doing certain things in the same field, he definitely like kicked up, mm-hmm. kicked up, and I'm like he talking about to the point he don't even buy a round trip ticket. He been buying one way ticket.
0: Nah, it'd be like that because, though because you don't know when you're gonna come back. Exactly,
1: exactly, and it's crazy because I just got a call and it was like, "Yo, come out in sometime next month," and for like a week. L A
0: open now though. They was on some. They was on like a.
1: Longer they was like how Miami, yo.
0: Miami is
1: ghetto. Um, if please you, please tell me you wasn't only. I wasn't only one that said that you got flash. I mean, got flashback. Remember when this shit first hit when COVID first hit? And uh-huh. Everybody was running down to Florida, and then that is having a spring break again. Spring break. Everyone. And then so, everybody everyone's came so back shocked, up shocked. Everybody came back up here. And that's when our numbers started running up. And then they went down to Atlanta. Like, I don't know what it's about Florida and Atlanta. Those two cities, I mean, city and state, nah, staying away from.
0: Yeah, Miami is really outrageous with the spring break. But I don't know. I feel like it's like this every year. Like, maybe because I'm a college student, so, like, I be seeing it.
1: No, no. It always been like that. But I'm just talking about like a flashback of. Last year. we got COVID, they was down there doing the same thing. And everybody came back up top to home. And that's when our numbers went up.
0: Well, I don't know. I hope they. Um, I don't know. To point, Listen
1: to the point the government had to shut it back just, down. I hope
0: everybody just. I hope they those people just stay away from me. I just got the vaccine on Monday, my first shot. So of Moderna. So listen, I, I
1: wish I had the camera on me, had the mouse over it, but <laughs> X, stay away from
0: me. I gotta stay away from you Yo, because you, I because I got the vaccine.
1: You you and TNT once again shout out to another radio personnel up here. TNT got his too. I, I
0: mean, listen, people. I'm. I, I know eventually. If you, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die. Like exactly. <laughs> so, so 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 why I get the
1: vaccine? If you feel that way.
0: Because I just feel like prevention is better than cure. All right. So I respect. That's yeah. just my take. I mean, my take is, and also, I also feel like everyone is going to have to get the vaccine.
1: No, eventually we are. But I also, I personally feel like, because follow up what you just said, mm-hmm. it might sound weird. Yes, I do believe eventually we all going to take it. But I'm also a strong believer of this first couple of bash. I, I don't want no eighty percent, ninety percent. I want hundred percent.
0: Well, I have Moderna, and it's like ninety nine percent. So
1: that's what they say, but point one percent of me. (laughs) But I really truly believe, like within the next year or two, or yeah, it's going to be actually something that's more right, more better, and more effective, and more safer because everybody's body effect is different to it too.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean as of now I have right now I'm
1: like, I don't want to be a stunt dummy right now no offense I'm not calling you
0: that. <laughs> I got it Monday I feel fine um I, I, a lot of people in my family have gotten it
1: and, uh, no no sleeping if you don't mind no like sleepiness after headaches a little bit
0: no they um, feel no
1: swollen to the arm
0: I mean yeah like if you ever got a flu I don't know if you ever got like a flu shot but it's like that a, shit make you
1: sick but we'll go ahead <laughs> I
0: never got a flu shot either but um it's like a little soreness but uh, I don't know. I feel regular. You say you got it Monday, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Today Wednesday,
0: right? I mm-hmm. will check back on you on Saturday. Okay, I still have to get the second shot though. I'm a per- see, see. and that's another thing. Why I gotta get two shots? But if you get Johnson and Johnson, you only have to get one shot. But they said Johnson and Johnson is seventy five percent.
1: But you see what I mean? See, see the back and forth. I don't care. I'm outside. Oh, but, oh, oh yeah, yeah, because she about to get a second shot. That's why she really about to be outside.
0: <laughs> but Jamez is in the building. So let's add him to the live and let's get this interview going. Okay. Doo doo doo. Hello. How are you? Yeah. Oh, this is gonna be fun. I love your energy. Everything. I'm mad yo I'm so mad right now why why you mad cause, cause I ordered Grubhub to the studio right and I had Burger King
2: and he left it outside right mm-hmm. but I didn't say like I didn't put it at like contactless order so what happened was the nigga he left the um he left the
0: soda on the floor in front of the door and the door opens up and the oh. soda spilled. so now I just got my sandwich I'm like yo Jesus that is <laughs> not not a good look <laughs> No, I'm on a and know How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much for being here with me tonight. Um, Thank you for having me. You're welcome. For those of y'all just getting in, this is the Black Talk Radio IG Live interview with only Jamez. So, first things first, can you tell us where you're from and what made you start getting into music?
2: I am from South Jersey, from a very lovely place called Clay Rack, Um, you know, it's a suburban area, a lot of of trees, it's a little bit like the country, it's not like North Jersey, North Jersey more like New York, South Jersey more like, like its own place, you know what I'm saying?
0: It definitely is, I'm from North Jersey, and I could probably count on my hands how many times I've been to South Jersey. What? What part of North Jersey are you from? Well, um, my studio is in, like, Elizabeth. I live in, like, Irvington. So, I'm near, like, that area.
2: Okay, where, where, yeah. I'm from, um where we at? Like, I'm not even, like... I'm probably, like, 20, 30 minutes from Camden at the most. Like, I'm right by the bridge to um Philadelphia. Okay.
0: Oh, <laughs> um, okay.
2: But, yeah, yo, like, honestly... Honestly, with music, I stumbled into it. Because I just... Like I was hustling in school, I was just hustling to mm-hmm. be honest. I was hustling. So what I did was, um, I had got a green screen for Christmas. Okay. And um, I had took a, I had took a picture, I had took an album cover because I, I was in the Photoshop on my nerdy shit. Mm-hmm. And um, I made an album cover and pre sold. Am I out the curse? Oh, yay! Okay.
0: Uh,
2: <laughs> so I was on, um, I was on Photoshop. I made an album cover and then I just pre sold the project. Oh. And then I just had to like figure it out once like people was like, Yo, when's it dropping? So I was like, Ah went and got a garage band mic, you know what I mean? that kind of thing. Or a PlayStation I can't remember. You know?
0: I actually like that concept a lot though, because I feel like as creatives, sometimes we're really hesitant. But the fact that you did that, you know, and then people were kind of just like, Okay, where's the project? Like it definitely probably pushed you to be like okay, let me put this out. And like, how did you feel after putting that project out?
2: I love the attention I got. I, I, that was like, I was like high off life. <laughs> but I never felt what was cool about it. It was terrible. Like, I was absolutely terrible, but I had a good time. And everybody in the area recognized me. Plus, I made like, I, I think at the end of the day, I made like almost a band.
0: Okay, yeah. I think that's dope then. I mean, first, First day out? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I
2: was was feeling myself. I was like, I'm on top of the world. I I was ready for a record deal that day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So now, um, you know, we talked about you growing up in like South Jersey, you releasing your first project, but I have to get into, you know, your single thoughts. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? I did play that earlier on the show for my listeners. So yeah, just Mm -hmm. tell us like how that came about.
2: Thoughts was uh, first of all, I'm so happy with everything that's going on. Thoughts is like everywhere right now. Like it's spinning on all the MTV channels, like Yo MTV, yo MTV Wow, that's so James huh? I'm saying, I'm about to put Thoughts on Pornhub at this point. Like it's everywhere. <laughs> I'm about to make like a rated X version for Thoughts and have have some crazy shit going on. You know what I'm saying? Right, but right. I'm a, I'm excited. Thoughts came about. Funny, it was me, mm-hmm. Matrix. And JMC Beast was in a studio. Mm-hmm. And it was more so in passing. It was, like, on the fly. Right, right, And right. I was just in that vibe. They had the hi-hats going and shit. And I just started freestyling the melody. And then they built the beat around it. But it was crazy. Like, thoughts happened so quick. Like, we made this song in, like, 20, 30 minutes. Okay. Like, top to bottom. So it was, a, it was just a vibe. Like, from the beginning to the end, it was a vibe.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love that for sure. Um, so you know, you talk to us a little bit about like how the song came about. So I always ask my guests that are artists at least, like, what is it like being in the studio with you? Because I know like different artists, they require different things. Like some people, they need to roll up first. They need to have the gang with them. So what is it like for you?
2: My studio sessions are very ignorant <laughs> and very, um, <laughs> very unpredictable. Um, Meaning, like. Sometimes I have a studio session, like 50 niggas in there. Sometimes I have a studio session where I'm like, everybody gotta leave. Sometimes I'll just be freestyling. Sometimes I'll drink. Sometimes I'm just different all the time. Like, I'm always making different shit and I'm always in a different vibe. So, my studio sessions just capture like my mood or where my head is at at that time, if that makes sense.
0: Nah, I definitely feel you 100%. And I for sure really feel like that makes sense. Now, do you prefer, okay, you said like sometimes you have like 50 niggas in there or sometimes you're by yourself. You'd be like, all right, everybody got to get out and you by yourself. So when you be like everybody, you know, mm-hmm. got to get out, is it when you're making a song that's like more emotional or like what is that like for you?
2: Um, It depends. I did this one song when my girl broke out with me mm-hmm. a while ago.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And everybody was in the studio, but I was just letting it out. And everybody's like. You know what I mean? Like, like, hey, what's up with this? like, I'm just killing everybody's mood. I was like, fuck, everybody's gonna feel how I feel right now. But, I mean, like, I don't know, cause I have this idea mm-hmm. that, like, when I really get, like, you know how you hear like, all those crazy celebrity stories that they just becoming crazy, like, like for their concert writers and shit? Right. I think that out of excitement for, like, the first really, really big situation, like, big milestone, the next big milestone I have, mm-hmm. I think I'm going to have a studio session and invite everyone, mm-hmm. but act mad boozy. But I tell everyone they got to take their shoes off. I'm going to be like, <laughs> I'm going to yell engineer and be like, I need, like, lemon-scented candles and no, everybody walking walk in this fucking <laughs> building got to eat yellow Skittles. If there's any orange Skittles, you got to get the fuck out and y'all never coming back. Type shit. I'm going to come crazy like that. I want to do a session like that.
0: Okay, I'm interested to see what type of music comes out of that session for sure.
2: <laughs> it's going to be a gospel project. I'm going to be on my Kanye West type on.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> so, you know, you mentioned, you know, like how some celebrities, how they have their certain studio sessions and they're like super particular. So if you could work with like, you know, any artists out there, who would it be and why?
2: Hmm. I've always been a fan of Chief Q i can't tell you why i'm such a fan of chief Q, but it's just like 16 year old me really wants to work with chief q um 19 year old me wants to work with easy e and okay. i'd say 21 year old me wants to work with michael jackson and prince
0: okay i think those are all pretty solid um I definitely think like Chief Keef has had like a big impact on the drill scene of music for sure. Hell oh, yeah. Um, You know, Michael Jackson, Prince, there are legends. So those are definitely, definitely some solids for sure. So yeah. I want to know. I feel like, like the next like Prince
2: mixed with Chief Keef and a splash of like Travis Scott.
0: I think that is really unique. for sure for sure so i love that i love that now if you could talk about like you know your favorite track that you created now it could be released or unreleased what Mm -hmm. would it be and why
2: um hmm. right now i think like the media train promotional answer would be thoughts because it's out right now (laughs) <laughs> and all y'all niggas live should go screen it and repost it and, you know, share it. But I have to say, right, when I was um, in college, mm-hmm. I made this song about fucking white girls. It's called Vanilla Lotus. And the hook was like, I want to fuck
0: a white girl.
2: <laughs> and it was so, like, it just, I felt it so much at the time.
0: I'm crying.
2: between so that song and... I don't know. But all my songs to me is like, all my songs, I'm sorry I'm just eating. I don't know if i don't want to be rude. I'm starving. Okay. <laughs> all my songs to me is like kids. Like different little kids that's like kind of adopted but some of them was like, some of them I'm in contact with their baby mom. Some of them was just like, yo, I miss you. You know, i want to stay in your life. So like, I love all my kids. It's just some of them get a little bit more of a unfair advantage in the other one. so it's really hard for me to answer that question Because I, I,
0: like. I think that's fair I hear a lot of artists say that like you know their music is like really their baby so 100% feel you on that one for sure because you know
2: what happens right what happens is what if my favorite song is is song A mm-hmm. and then song B blows up then song B automatically becomes my favorite song technically you know what I mean
0: yeah, I kind of I kinda get that.
2: Because, like, if people be honest with themselves, like, I like all my music. I know it's not all good, but as far as, like, what I've made. Not what I release. Everything I release is fire. Mm-hmm. But I like every song I've ever made. But what happens is it's not really about, like, what I like. I feel like it's about what y'all like.
0: Because
2: mm-hmm. if I'm going off of what I like, then I'll be making all types of crazy shit. <laughs> Y'all, hear, like, I got some songs in my library that's just like left, but like, I can't even tell you what genre they are. But I like them a lot. You know what I'm
0: saying. I mean, maybe one day you could do like a only Jamez, unreleased or something, and just yep. throw them all into one thing. That might trust
2: be... me. That day is going to be a crazy day.
0: Cause you never know, like what you think we might not like, we might like. That's that's true.
2: That is very true. I, mean, I got get you on a track.
0: Me? Oh, yeah. I I, I I I bet you got some bars. Nah, I don't, I'm not. I don't do the music thing. I just I yeah. I'm, I'm music. I like to call myself music industry adjacent because I speak with artists all the time. But mm-hmm. I would probably never do music for real. Um, a
2: hundred. Th- $100 say if you come to the studio for one of my sessions, that you will end up being on a song. $100.
0: Saying what? Like,
2: uh, I don't know. It's going to be hard. It's just a vibe. You're just going to pop right in there. You're going to be like, <laughs> it's going to be crazy. I already know it.
0: Man, we're going to have to see about that one. I mean, sometimes on air, though, I do be like singing, but like, I can't really sing. I just think it's fun. Like, it's, you know.
2: sing I mean, something.
0: Bro, no. <laughs> Enough about, <laughs> enough about me and more about you. So, you know, you've been an artist for a couple of years now. And I have to uh-huh. ask you, like, do you have a team? Um, and if so, like, how was that formed? Because, you know, music industry, rough, rough game out here. So Get fucked up out here. You know, like, first of all, sloppy
2: vinyl water music. That's that's family. You know what I mean? That's like my backbone, everything I know. I, I, every everything everything i know i i learned in this building you know what i'm saying
0: wait but do you want to know a quick story mhm so i used to intern there in uh i'm i'm blanking but 2017 or 2018 and i actually remember yeah. you from interning. you remember there. me yeah i feel like it was i feel like it might have been like when you i don't know when when did you start like being with <laughs> first came. You
2: had to be there when I first came because I remember, because I remember you You did, like, interview, like, one, right? And, like... Yeah. Yeah, what happened was, that's when I was bullshitting bad. Like, I was on my bullshit, like... Mm. I was I was really, like, on some, like, ignorant, like... I was ignorant, you know what I mean? So, okay. that was a funny time. That was a funny time. That's fire.
0: Yeah, so I, I, I did remember you. Like, uh, mental note was in my brain. But go ahead. So tell us a little bit more about, you know, how that came about and stuff like that.
2: Um, I was in school Mm -hmm. and um, I had just dropped out of school. I had lost my mom. So I was like all emotionally distraught. And like um, what happened was that uh, winter break, I was just going parties, working jobs. I worked at Rowan for a little bit. I was always at Rutgers, New Brunswick. Mm -hmm. And I was just running around just doing frat parties and shit. So what happened was one of the kids... That actually, I let perform in one of my house parties.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: turning at Water.
0: Mm. Do you remember? Oh, their, yeah. Do you remember their name? Huh? Do you remember their name?
2: Yeah, Jake Supreme.
0: Yeah, rings a bell in my brain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: I walk in the office. I walk in the office, and this nigga tries to sell me a package for like twenty thousand dollars for music. And I'm talking to him like, "Yo, bro, you know I spent my last twenty dollars to get up here today," and at the time Mike was walking out, Michael was walking out and, and he saw me, he's like, Yo, you got you got five minutes and I was like, Yo, I'm the hottest nigga in South Jersey. I be performing here, here, and here. I showed the last show recaps and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then he let me use the studio. I went to the studio and recorded a song and it was terrible. It was like absolutely horrible. And um somehow, some way, it just I just kept going back, back, back mm-hmm. to the point where I was just out the car with it i was i, I just up in the car like i slept in a car and just ran up in the studio when i could and then just went back to the car type shit and then slowly just built up from there and then we was in bloomfield
0: yeah built up that's right it's out
2: there you know what i'm saying and then it's kept building from there south jersey always showed love always fuck with me because always fuck with me rockers new brunswick always fuck with me but now it's like like everybody fuck with me you know you know what i'm saying like and, and it's a lot of people that watch and don't say nothing. It. It's a lot of people that just watch. Mm. But, you know, people, I, I started to realize pe- people watch because they don't really know what this thing. And they like mad. Oh, oh. So I know people watching. That's why I be talking my shit now.
0: Yeah. And also, I think, um, you know how you said, like, people watch, like. People are watching, you know, may not say nothing to you, but they can also just watch and like genuinely support you or, you know, keep you in mind. Because like I said, I've been new about you for four or five years ago. Now, we we just now having the conversation, but I always knew who you were type of thing. So, you know, and it's funny because Mike reached out to me and was like, oh, like you should get him on your show. And I'm like, yeah, for sure. Like 100 percent. Like I've seen this person's growth, you know. Over the years via social media. So I definitely, definitely think that's dope for real. And, you know, the fact that you kept just going back to the studio, what type of like discipline did you have to tell yourself to really get into that mode? Because you said like at first you were kind of like bullshitting, but like how did you, you know, come out of that and say like, okay, I'm gonna do the music, I'm gonna be dedicated to this? Like, what was that like for you?
2: I had my back put against a wall, bro. Like, honestly. People, it's all fun and games till life hits, you know what I'm saying? And mm. I was always a party party kid, but I sat back and realized that you gotta do, you gotta do what's right for you because everyone's gonna do what's right for them, right? Right. So with me, it's like when I started realizing that a whole bunch of people would come by my situation or come by what I'm doing and see it and be like, yo, this is dope, people were starting to take more advantage of my blessings than I was. Mm. That's my head i oh, fuck that I'll just fuck all that shit like I want to be the best I want be to be I want to be I want to be I want to be that guy I want people to remember me I want people to to know me and when that clicked in my head it was like everything else fuck it like I put my career first over everything like I don't put nothing before my career
0: I mean I think that's dope as you should I feel like a lot of um, like people around our age like should have that mindset Because Mm -hmm. like you're young and you should go after what you want while you still have the opportunity to do so for sure. So I think that's dope. And, you know, if you really do want something, it really is important to get out there and, you know, do what you got to do. Because at the end of the day, like life is all about what you make it type of thing. Like you can have the resources, but if you don't really take advantage and use it, it's definitely pointless. So that's that. So we talked, you know, about a bunch of things and, you know, your career thus far. But I have to ask you, what would you say would be, you know, your favorite thing about your career as an artist, you know, up until this point?
2: I get to go on Instagram, (laughs) music videos, and just do random shit whenever I want. And that's the best thing in my life right now. Like, right now, I could literally take all my clothes Go stand in the middle because it's raining outside. Bring a camera and it's valid. I can just do some shit. Like that's the coolest thing in the world because a lot of my friends that's graduating school and shit right now. Mm-hmm. They got a clocking job. Mm-hmm. A lot of niggas I went to high school with. They work for somebody. They do blah blah blah. I I live off my career, and right. I think that's the that's the the most rewarding thing because at the end of the day it should be stressful sometimes, mm-hmm. but. I wake up in the morning, I'm just like, yo, I'm gonna go do some shit today. And I just right. go do it. And that's like, I think that's, that's what I wish I could share with the whole world. Like, I feel like, like, even when I made thoughts, like, every everything I do, like, I just want to share that feeling with the world. Like, I, I hope when people listen to Jamez, only Jamez, that they get, yo, I could do whatever the fuck I want when I want to do it. And there's no, there's nothing in this world that could stop that feeling. You know what I mean? I love
0: that. I love that for real. And I really think like a lot of people, you know, no matter what they do in their life, like they should really strive to get to a point where they can just really be free. You know, I feel like especially in the society that we live now, that's so like constructed um, freedom and being able to really do what you want is definitely super important for sure. Um. So, if you could say, you know, one of the biggest misconceptions people have about you, what would it be and why?
2: Just because I'm a girl and I'm a man, me, I'm not a.
0: I, I, here's how
2: I feel. Now I'm about to get my bag real quick. I'm about to get my bag. All right, go ahead. I am, I am a genuine person. I always, just as everyone else, put myself for every situation because I've been hurt in life. I feel like people should not feel a type of way about me until they know who they are because I just be myself. Mm. So me being myself, I'm not grimy. I just want everybody to win. And I feel like a big misconception about me is that people may take my openness and my kindness as a weakness and that shit is not it at all
0: yeah i definitely definitely feel you on that also i feel like a lot of times people do project um what they're like struggling with onto others so you know i think that is a a valid point for sure and did you mention that you're a virgo that's your Mm -hmm. that's your oh my mommy's a virgo Hey! Shout out, Mom, Dukes Virgo gang. Yes, yes. I'm a Sagittarius. We get a lot of hate. Um, not gonna lie. I've heard, but I'm not,
2: not super into the horoscopes. But I've been getting into them. And slight, slight side note: this is a good ass burger. I don't really fuck with Burger King like that. <laughs> but like a fucking cheeseburger with regular bread, it's a sourdough king. You should try it.
0: Okay. <laughs> Now everyone is um in the comments saying they're zodiac signs. Um someone said they're cancer, Capricorn. Um cancers do get a lot of hate because people say they are very emotional. Um people say they are crybabies. So cancers, I don't know about that. I'm a crybaby too though. You're a Virgo?
2: Mm. I, I like to work hard, playing hard, but at nighttime. I just be wanting a back massage, I'll be wanting some head, I'll be wanting some soap. Like you a know, full ass soap smell good after you wash. hmm That's all I want that combination of like relaxation and it maybe like some incense burning and shit. I mean I don't get that though.
0: Yeah, I mean <laughs> the single I mean, yeah, being lonely, it it it, it could be hard sometimes.
2: Hard, nigga, that shit fucked up. Hard, what? I, nigga, being alone is like ass. I don't like. I hate being alone. Like, if you, one thing about me is normally I'm always with somebody. Mm. Like, I'm like, I'm always with somebody because like, when I'm alone, I start to think way too much, and then the world just gets like. Mm,
0: I definitely feel you.
2: No, I'm sorry. I could just be. I could just go on and on all about like. Yeah,
0: you're good. <laughs> I I like this. I honestly like interviews where my guests kind of just talk. Um, I don't like to feel like I'm pulling the like the answers out of people. So I really do appreciate your <laughs> openness for sure. So I have this segment on my show. It's called Quarantine Q and A. Where I okay. basically ask, you know, my guests about their time in quarantine. Because I'm pretty sure quarantine is a thing of the past. Like, I really don't know. It's weird. But... um, <laughs>
2: Now, quarantine is done up.
0: <laughs> so, my first question for you is, what were your, like, initial thoughts when they were, like, um, the world's shutting down, everybody stay home, it's a pandemic?
2: Okay. First of all, right? Mm-hmm. There's this... Can't say any names, but I thought the world was gonna end. Like I I was so prepared for the world to end. Like I was I was planning out how I was gonna loot the grocery store. I was trying to create like a whole little militia. I was like, yo, this shit about to get real for the first two weeks of quarantine. I was on some grimy shit. Like I was outside, like I was like, I was like, yo, I don't give a fuck right now. I steal anything I need because I need to survive. Like, and it's not even, I wasn't even broke, like I was not like one of those like I'm very, I was raised in the suburbs. I was very sheltered as a child. You feel know what I'm saying? You're right. But, yo, when quarantine hit, I was like, yo, barricade in the studio. I'm living in the studio, and I'm going to just broadcast songs every day. I'm going to drop a song every day, and I'm going to live this whole fucking, like, this life while the world ended. And just, walk. <laughs> <block. laughs> so, in the beginning of quarantine, I was rationing food. I was just thinking very irrational. I was loosening I had to be
0: honest. I feel like because I was going to the grocery store and like there was no tissue. Um it, and Clorox wipes, like it was very much giving me like end of world vibes. So Isn't it weird how tissue and Clorox can make it feel like the world is ending? Like,
2: just think about how many times you actually sweat going to buy toilet paper. That's one of the most un... Like, that's one of the most important, unimportant things in life is toilet paper. Yeah. And like, when toilet paper was sold out, niggas was feeling that. And I was yeah. just like, mm-mm, that shit was crazy.
0: Yeah, it was, a, it was a weird time. So now my other question for you is, during quarantine, was there like any shows or like books you were reading? Because, you know, we did have like an extensive amount
2: of free time. I did, like, virtual shows. Okay. Um, yo, when quarantine was happening, what I wanted to do, Pornhub had a special, because mm-hmm. they wanted to stay in the house. Mm-hmm. They normally have, like, these dollar subscriptions where you get, like, I think like 10 or 15 days for Pornhub premium free. Mm-hmm. Like, so I'm not trying to be a prayer, but I'm going to say. And Pornhub gave away, like, free Pornhub subscriptions. So I wanted to do so bad. you know how Travis got this shit on Fortnite?
0: Yeah, yeah, I yeah. This like real lustful
2: ass music video and premiered on Pornhub. But it's just like because of quarantine and COVID, it just wasn't working out the way I wanted it to. Definitely, That's
0: definitely so, yeah. I
2: wanted to do. But I wound up doing like dash radio. Okay. I did this I did this college concert. Um, I did a few like like yo, like shit, like, just hop on a live and perform your song kind of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I really thought the world was in it, bro. Like, like quarantine, in the beginning of quarantine, because you got to understand, like, I was on tour. I was on a college tour. Mm-hmm, and right. like, like, four or five stops in. And I literally walked off stage, and my DJ was like, yo, we got to go home for two weeks. Two weeks still ain't done. And I'm like, yo, wait, what's up with that? So throughout that whole time, like, as I started realizing that the world was where it is, and nobody really knew where it was going, I was more so, like, I was at a real, like, sensitive time. I would have did anything. and Like, the world for me was, like, it didn't fucking, like, nothing mattered. Mm. I still feel like that. Like, you, I I started feeling like nothing matters. Like, nothing matters but what you want right now, you know?
0: Yeah. So. I feel like um a lot of people, you know, after 2020 can attest to that, though. Like, You might think life is going one way and then, boom, a curveball. So with that being said, you really just got to live like in the moment and kind of do what you want to do and do what's best for you for sure. I definitely, definitely, definitely feel you on that. Okay, you're
2: going to be on one of my songs.
0: Watch Alright maybe Listen Maybe I. Right, maybe Maybe you could convince <laughs> right me Right
2: now like, You could put a Morgan Freeman To my 21 Savage You know what I'm
0: saying Like Alright we, we gonna see <laughs> We gonna see <laughs> So my final question for you Is If you could leave The listeners Um You know With one thing To remember about you What would it be And why Um uh. this question always gets people but I love it so much
2: because what it is it's so much I would want to leave with a person to understand who Jamez is but see like I would just tell everyone don't try and understand Jamez try and understand the world Jamez lives in Mm. Mm.
1: that's it
2: because a lot of shit that I say and do is not based off of me it's based off of the world I'm in and I feel like when people are realizing that, then they'll understand a lot of the shit that's really hard to understand. But the the biggest thing with me is like, when you listen to me, just know it's coming from a place of like, this is just who I am at that time. And I change a lot. Not like, not the person, but I change. Like, right, every, right. Every day, I'm on a different vibe. So like, if I'm mad as hell, if I'm mad as hell right now, and you talk to me, you're going to get a different Jamez than if I'm... If I just got done having sex and I just want to talk about how good it was, I'm, you're gonna hear a different Jamez. So like, I feel as though instead of me putting on a gimmick, mm-hmm. instead of me saying yo, this is my brand, this is this is that, y'all could just look at this is Jamez. Like Jamez is gonna be Jamez at that time. So you don't, you really can't. I don't fucking know. I might be a pilot next year. I'm gonna still be rapping.
0: No, I think that's great. I love that you ended with that because I definitely think that there are, you know, a bunch of layers to people. Right. So I think as an artist, oftentimes the industry does try to box people in. But I think, you know, it's really courageous and dope that you are, you know, sticking to who you are and just letting people know, like, I'm going to be this one day and the next I might be feeling another mood because at the end of the day, I'm human. So I just want to thank you so much for chatting with me. This was thank super you so fun. much for
2: having me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shout out everybody, yo Dino. I see the comments that be going up this year. Shout out Chris Tyana. was very No, Nah, thank you so much for having me, bro. Everybody go stream thoughts and shit right now. It's out right now. Yes. It's out right now.
0: Make sure y'all stream that and keep up with Jamez. Mez. And I'm wishing you all the success for the future.
2: Likewise, bro, you gotta
0: come by. Hop in the studio. We gotta lay
2: some shit down. Okay, okay. <laughs> Take care.
0: <laughs> All right, thank you so much. All right, y'all, and that wraps up. You know our interview with Jamez. He was super dope. Um, definitely ten out of ten. Make sure y'all stream. You know his latest project. I'm super excited for that. And yeah, I'm definitely wishing him. All the success, but as y'all know, we have to end our show with our new at night segment where I highlight a new independent artist that got some fire heat. So, this week, this track comes from Crystal Mills and it's called Important, and she is all the way from London. So, yeah, make sure y'all tap in, and I will see y'all next week. Same time, same place. Oh, geez why i Yo, so much we said man I ain't going finish. You're the they're trying to gimme. Run this shit like I ain't for Olympics I ain't what stop just look and
2: listen. Young boy trying to get rich and with it. Ah, huh? I'm fucking